1: I'm Matthew.
0: And I'm Molly.
1: And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any.
0: Today's episode was suggested by listener Jin Daisy from Reddit. Thank
1: you, Jin Daisy. And we are talking about gochujang.
0: Excellent. We are recording this episode again from the park.
1: Yeah. We, and, I mean, this, this just, the, the relish, the three relish picnic just happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We record, for those of you who don't know, we generally record two episodes when we record and uh, we are full of hot dogs and ready to talk about korean condiments.
1: Okay, let's do it.
0: Yes. Okay, Matthew, can I start memory lane this I would time? Love that. So, I think the first time I had gochujang was with you actually at a place called the place that's no longer in existence, Bluestone, I think yes, it was called. that's right. It was really good. On Denny here in Seattle, we went there and had dulcet bibimbap. And I remember uh, watching you to kind of see how I should like season it. Yeah. Uh, using gochujang and what? What's the other stuff?
1: Let's see. What other stuff would there have been? I only remember the gochujang.
0: Great. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, it was a wonderful introduction. And my spouse is half Korean Mm -hmm. and uh, really wants to go to South Korea one day. I do too. So maybe someday I will actually have more experience with gochujang. But I have cooked with it now plenty at home. I have some in my fridge. It's delicious. And I want to talk more about what all the flavors are that are going on in there. Because it doesn't taste like any other spicy Chili paste.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it. So I and first first encountered gochujang in a bibimbap context as well, and the uh, the chili sauce that comes with bibimbap is not is not straight gochujang because gochujang is is very like thick viscous yes. paste. Yes, but it's thinned out. You know, sometimes sometimes just with water, like if if that's all you got, but usually with like vinegar, sesame oil, um, and uh, maybe a couple of other things, and uh, it will often be served like in a in a red like ketchup squirt bottle yes. at a Korean restaurant, which mm-hmm. is very fun. So the first time I had it was at the Mill Korean restaurant uh, at 113th and Broadway in Manhattan. Uh, This would have been uh, like fall of 1998. And uh, Lori was going to grad school at Columbia and we lived uh, uptown. And uh, I would like try all the restaurants around Columbia University, Morningside Heights. What
0: street did you sit on?
1: Uh, I mean, what what street (laughs) did you? (laughs) Well, I mean, we sat wherever we wanted.
0: (laughs) But what street did you live on?
1: Uh, West 121st Street
0: like at 121st and Broadway Amster, or
1: between Amsterdam and Broadway. Yeah. Oh my
0: gosh. Have we ever discussed this? I mean that Brandon used to live when I oh, met yeah, Brandon. Yeah. We, he we was talked at... about
1: it that we both shopped at the, at the red apple supermarket.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Somehow I just forgot that. And you guys were only there like four years before I met Brandon.
1: Yeah. And it's a, it's an amazing coincidence. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I loved our, our uh, student housing um, on uh, 121st Street. I mean, it was New York. It was great. And uh, so we went, I had read in probably Time Out or possibly Eric Asimov's 25 and Under column about uh, the Mill Korean restaurant, which uh, has been there uh, for uh, 35 years now. Uh, and is still still growing strong as far as I know. And they talked specifically about the dulcet bibimbap and how it was rice served in a hot stone bowl so the rice would get crispy and topped with vegetables and meat and a raw egg and then you could add hot sauce. And I'm like this I've never heard of this dish before and it sounds like it was invented with me in mind Uh, so I went there like probably the same day and got this for lunch and it was so good and I remember, like, peeling the rice off of uh, mm. off of where it, you know it stuck and crisped against the hot stone bowl, and putting on lots and lots of this hot sauce that I really didn't know anything about, mm-hmm. uh, but like you know had like a more like you said like a more complex flavor than like a typical you know more so I would say than like a sriracha yes. or, or like uh, a tabasco.
0: Yes. Okay. So what what is this stuff?
1: Okay. So. Gochujang, which is the basis of that sauce, is a a Korean chili, red chili paste. And it's uh, used as an ingredient in lots of dishes if it's thinned out enough to be spoonable or pourable or squeezable as a condiment. And it is relatively sweet. That really surprised me the first
0: time I had it. It's so distinctive in its sweetness. Yeah,
1: I think part of what makes it what it is is that it's it's made with like a, a syrup, like it mm. could have corn syrup in it or barley malt syrup uh, or or something like that. That it gives it like a real stickiness. Yes, like when you pull gochujang, spoon it out, like has very satisfying stickiness. Yes, and that oh, comes that's so and cool. that comes through even like you know if you've like put it into a stew, like somehow like that smooth sugary undertone is still still present
0: well i'm thinking of didn't you make dog yeah did i pronounce that correctly yeah i
1: think so
0: um or reasonably uh didn't you make that recently
1: i made it yesterday
0: and did do you feel like it gets some of its body from gochujang absolutely
1: yeah because it's not like i made a really like simplified version just with like the cylindrical rice cakes like onions negi that you gave me that you got at the farmer's market kimchi and no, no kimchi. Just, no kimchi? just, uh, just like a lot of gochujang, like a third of a cup
0: Whoa. for two servings. Okay, a little
1: bit of chili flakes, some uh, maybe a little rice vinegar, and just kind of stew it. Yum. And yeah, so it gets really like all of the body is from is from gochujang, but it's like got a really good texture.
0: Okay, so okay, so it comes in various heat levels, right?
1: Yes, um, but I would say like. The most popular one is pretty mild by hot sauce standards. I think, I think this is kind of true of Korean food in general. Like, like the, the red chili flavor and color is really prized. And there's, you know, you can get Korean food that is very spicy. Mm-hmm. But overall, like, it is, it's, I feel like it's more a chili-forward than a heat-forward cuisine. Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, the flavor of chili.
1: Yeah. Yes, and so, like like I say, you can you can use like a lot of gochujang in a in a stew or or a uh, you know tteokbokki or or a stir fry, and uh, you know it'll be beautiful in color and lots of flavor, but will not be like knock your head off spicy.
0: So, what gives it the the kind of uh, not, it's not a fudgy texture, but it's pointing in that direction. Yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. So, like, okay, so what's in there? You got you're saying maybe some corn syrup or like barley syrup.
1: Yeah, and um, uh, so there's lots of dried red chili flakes that uh, like commercial gochujang, which is like most of what people use these days is, is very smooth. So it's made with uh, really finely ground ch- uh, red chili flakes, glutinous rice powder, usually like mochi ah, mochi rice flour. Okay. That's definitely part of that fudgy texture. Okay. Ground fermented soybeans usually and uh, salt and a sweetener like uh, corn or barley syrup. Okay. Um... And it's fermented. So, and that's, that's the other big yes. part of the flavor. So it has, it has like, you know, soybean, fermented soybeans added and there's, and you pick up some fermented character from that. But then the sauce, the, the paste itself is fermented for several months.
0: Okay. So like, do people make their own? Is this, is this a thing where, you know, people like families have a crock of gochujang sitting around aging?
1: So I think that is something that was true until recent history. So based on, based on what I read, and we'll, we'll uh, probably link to an article article about the history of Gochujang. Before about the early 70s, most families in Korea would make their own and now nearly all of it is made commercially and it usually, when you go to like H Mart or, uh, you know, I think I, I think they even sell it now like at uh, at QFC. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes in a in a red plastic box.
0: Yes, mine is in a red plastic yeah. box with like a lid that, that pops open like a, like a little yes. treasure chest sort of.
1: It's very satisfying. Like I once bought some like in a round glass jar and like the product was exactly the same and I'm like, this just doesn't feel Right, somehow. you know.
0: So I'm th- wait a minute. I'm thinking miso often comes in a rectangular. Yeah vessel too but it always has a totally separate lid the lid isn't and the hinged, lid
1: always falls off and
0: the lid always falls off like wh- <laughs> why? i mean like like korea not that far from japan why don't they take a hint in japan the, and start the using miso the gochujang plastic
1: miso box is really puzzling because like japan is very good at packaging
0: yeah the miso box drives me insane <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is weird. Okay, okay. We need to get to the bottom of that. Mm-hmm. But so back to gochujang, which comes in a very satisfying box. So yeah, so if you go to to like an H Mart, um, like a Korean supermarket, there'll be like a whole section, like like half an aisle of uh, of gochujang and like uh, you know different spice levels and different brands and different sizes. Including you can get a really big, like a you know a kilo or multiple kilos of gochujang, and. Also, in the same section will be the two other like seasoning pastes of Korean cuisine, which are doenjang, which I don't know if I'm pronouncing correctly, which is more equivalent to miso. It's it's uh, non-spicy soybean fermented soybean paste. That one comes in like a tan box, and then samjang, which is uh, like ready to use for uh, for spreading on like a sam roll,
0: mm. um, and
1: that one comes in a green box. And that's that's kind of a mix of gochujang and uh, and jong and a little little bit chunkier usually
0: okay so Samjong is in a is usually in a green plastic box yeah oh my gosh i love this I know, okay not so
1: like it's it's one of the most visually satisfying like supermarket aisles i think
0: um i feel like it, it they should have an ad for it that's like you know collect all three
1: kind of thing that is a good idea you know
0: because you you would want to view them together yeah, like you should. in your refrigerator like, door
1: okay I don't think I currently have all three, and now I want to collect all three. I need to, like, did you know that they are building an H-Mart at Capitol Hill train station? No. Like, there's going to be an H-Mart within walking distance of me.
0: And there already was an H-Mart not too far from you. This is very exciting. It is very exciting. I'm really happy for you. You should be
1: very happy for me. I
0: hope it's not like the depressing Ballard Target.
1: I think it's going to be good.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, one of our listeners tagged me in an Instagram post about like horrible mini targets.
1: Oh, right. Because we talked about I it. I felt yeah. so
0: seen. I felt so heard. Thank you. I can't remember which how listener. I do you mess you up were. Target.
1: I know. How do you mess up Target? I feel like I could do it. I could design a mini Target that would be great, right? Yes. I know what all the best things at Target are.
0: Obviously. I would love to see your Target. <laughs> we should do, uh, instead of like my own, you know, my, my fantasy supermarket, my fantasy Target.
1: Yeah, we, that's right. We did a fantasy supermarket. Yeah, that, that was fun. Yeah, Okay, it was yeah, let's fun. do fantasy Target. Okay. like, I love the. Let's do it right now because I now, love. Uh, I love like the sheets and towels section at Target. Uh huh. Um, that's the main thing that comes. To, it would be just a sheets, little sheets and towels. I
0: also really like the the like uh, party favors and party supply yes. section. I mean, especially in in the past few years, they have like really gotten like on trend there. And it's very fun.
1: And of course, the, the trail mix and mixed nuts section. Like my friend, my friend Sarah at work. Uh, shout out to uh, to Sarah W. Knows that I'm really into Target mixed nuts, and will like uh, if we if we like you know don't have haven't chatted in a while, she'll like get in touch and say like Have you ordered any Target mixed nuts recently? And the answer is always yes.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. suites by marriott
1: town place suites by marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay
0: Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. This episode is brought to you by Masterclass.
1: Masterclass is the website that takes you from that thing you've always wanted to learn to learning that thing.
0: Well, and you can learn it from the person who's literally the best at it in the world. Oh,
1: come on. Really? The best in the world?
0: Yeah. Like, remember I watched those videos with uh with Steph Curry on, like, you know, how to have proper, like, basketball shooting form and That's stuff. That's right.
1: You And you have been sinking so many threes. <laughs> since then it's ridiculous i
0: just can't stop
1: um okay well i took a class with hans zimmer film composer maybe you've heard of <laughs> movies such as the lion king mm-hmm. maybe you've heard of gladiator yep. the dark knight dune he did all of those I loved and dune. now he's teaching me how to do it like the art of making Has people feel to things to, to teach me yeah yeah because because i've got a master class subscription oh,
0: okay all right. Well, you know, Matthew, I also hear that if you want to take a class say from like Alice Waters or Thomas Keller or even like Yotam Orolangi, yeah. you can get essentially what are like private lessons now granted they're 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 on masterclass. Yes. But private lessons he from d- Right.
1: Otolengi doesn't come to your house, That's but right. virtually he does.
0: That's right. So, masterclass makes all of this possible and you get unlimited access. To the very world's best teachers.
1: And you will get 15% off an annual membership right now at masterclass.com slash spilledmilk15.
0: Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash spilledmilk15.
1: masterclass.com slash spilledmilk15. How would you describe the the flavor of gochujang? Just like... Based on your taste memory.
0: Well, so I, you know, it, it is something I
1: struggle to describe.
0: Mm-hmm. It is, I think that the first thing that I noted the first time I ever had it was, of course, that it was sweeter than I expected. Mm-hmm. And I would say that it is, compared to many other chili paste or chili sauce type things, it is less acidic. Yeah, so that's something I think about it, too. like it is um, it is smoother both in flavor and texture.
1: Yeah. When I make uh, sauce for bibimbap, like if I'm like in a hurry, I will usually just thin it with rice vinegar. I like the and sound of that. And it's a great combination. I
0: love the sound of that because I do often find that for my taste, I want the flavor of gochujang but with a little bit more acidity. Yeah.
1: So um, it really, like on the on the like hot, hot, sour, salty, sweet axis, it's really like hot and sweet. Yes, yes. What about sourness? Is there much sourness? There's, there's a there? little bit of sourness from the from the fermentation, but like it's it's interesting because like I, I don't really think of of, of commercial gochujang at least of, as having much of like a fermented funk. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it definitely I has a either. fermented character, though, because that's that's definitely what's bringing a lot of the complexity. Because like it it does not taste like you know just a combination. Of of uh, dried chilies and and uh, and corn syrup, you mm-hmm. know, it is much more complex than that because of the because of the fermentation. And I don't really know what the fermentation process is and why it's like producing like you know such such like a roundness, I guess, compared to like other fermented like chili products that I'm thinking of, right? Like like a like a you know the um Sichuanese, like chili bean paste, yes, uh, uh, that has like a really f- like intense funky fermented character. Probably because it's fermented much longer. Okay. I think is a big part of it.
0: Do you have any sense of how long gochujang is or commercial I think, gochujang I think is fermented? Few,
1: a few months, like okay. like probably less than six months. Okay, whereas like a dobanjang is probably fermented like over a year.
0: Okay. That makes sense. So um, what else do you use it in in cooking? You know, we we talked about Dokboki, which is the Korean rice noodle or, you know, rice cake stew. Yes. What else?
1: The thing that I realized as I was as I was like looking at a bunch of Korean recipes and uh, salivating and putting my things on my list of uh, things I want to cook this summer is there are a lot of Korean dishes that use like a large amount of chili flakes. And that's where they get the chili flavor and red color from. And there are also dishes that use uh, gochujang and some that use both. But, like, some dishes that I sort of expected to be made with gochujang are are more commonly made with just a large amount of dried chili flakes.
0: And do you think—I mean, so in that sense, is gochujang more a condiment
1: I think it's it's really both because like the sauce for like like when you get the spicy Korean fried yeah. chicken that's made with gochujang. Yes. But I guess that is that is like sort of condimenty. Yes. Um, but um, I made I made like like uh, braised short ribs that I put both uh, gochujang for like uh, the fermented character and like really like that that like smoothness. Is
0: this like kalbi short ribs?
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, but like like a. Uh, I'll Jim. Uh, okay. Like, uh, and uh, so, and, and also some chili flakes because I wanted, I wanted kind of both, both characters to okay. come out. So, okay. So like, um, Joel Myung, um, uh, like the cold, cold chewy noodle dish, mm-hmm. um, is, is usually made with gochujang. That's really tasty, especially okay. on a hot day. Oh, uh, Aaron and Claire, if, if you've ever, if you ever like looked for anything like Korean recipes on YouTube, Aaron and Claire is a great YouTube channel. Um, Aaron, Aaron is the co- the cook and Claire is the taster. Okay. Um, and, uh, they, uh, they have a, uh, a lovely rapport and Aaron is very funny. Um, and they did a recent video called four new ways to enjoy gochujang. And, uh, they're all like very simple, like, uh, stir fry and and soup and stew recipes that uh, any of them could be done in half an hour.
0: Nice. Okay, so that's Aaron and Claire.
1: Yeah, and of course you can use it in non-Korean recipes as well. Like, you know, you can marinate with it. You can use it as a sauce for steak. It'll be really good. Like uh, gochujang mayo, I feel like was really a thing a few years ago. And I assume if you like a mayo-oriented dip, you would enjoy.
0: Uh, There's something about so that, you know, the, the, the sweet and hotness of it, I think, would lend itself well to smoky things. Like, I wonder I wonder yeah. How it would do as like a like a marinade that if you're then grilling or in a in, as part of a marinade? Yeah,
1: I think I think because it has a lot of sugar, you have to be careful about burning it when that grilling. But sense. I think I think people are like used to navigating that. Yeah, and like as as like something to like you know, brush on like as as the food is finishing grilling, I think it would work fantastically well.
0: What is this here? I see that you said uh, Korea sets a hotness index for red pepper paste.
1: <laughs> OK, so I'm Googling around and I find this article from the Korea Herald from 2010. And the headline is Korean, Korea sets hotness index for red pepper paste. Um, and uh, here's a quote from the article. Korea will introduce an official official labeling standards for the hotness of Korean red pepper paste or gochujang by the end of this month in an effort to promote exports of traditional food products. The scale runs from 1 to 100 plus GHU which stands for oh. gochujang hotness or hot taste units.
0: Oh my god. Gochujang hotness I had units. never heard
1: of this before. The scale runs from uh, 1 to 100 plus. Below 30 is mildly hot. Over 100 is extremely hot. And the, the standard uh, medium that's the most popular is 45 to 75 GHUs. Oh
0: my god, I'm going to check my fridge when I get home. Yes,
1: and so I was like like I don't know if this really happened. Like I'm going to check my fridge. Sure enough, it was right there on the box.
0: Amazing.
1: Yes, but now now that I know this, now I know what to look for if I want I would like to try a spicier one and so like next time I'm at H Mart, I'm going to look for one that's like uh you know, in the 100 GHU range. Wow. Yeah,
0: Are they rating anything else? I mean, kimchi can be spicy.
1: Yeah. So according to the article, they were planning to apply the scale to kimchi and, and Are gochu they still garu chili. Use, like,
0: gochujang
1: hotness units on <laughs> that's, kimchi. That's what I was wondering. Like, whether they're going to do KHUs. I don't think this ever happened. Like, okay. I couldn't find any other references to it. I have not seen hotness units on a kimchi jar. I don't know. How would you rate yourself in hotness units?
0: Oh, I'll have to think about it. Like, I mean, I, was I feel, say, like, I was feel like, like you can't, this is not something you can do for yourself.
1: Yeah. I don't you know. You have to like, do but, like but a it,
0: close trusted friend. Right. Yeah, exactly. Cause
1: I don't want to like start like rating other people in hotness units. Yeah. That's, no, that that's gross. not cool.
0: We're not supposed to do that. I mean, not unless we do it in private. <laughs> I
1: mean, that was that was a real pause. I mean,
0: what are spouses for if you can't talk about like no, the, the relative hotness I mean,
1: of other people? I mean, you can yeah, you can rate your spouse in hotness as long as the rating is very high.
0: No, I was saying that like Don't you hang out with your spouse and and, and rate the hotness of other people?
1: Yes, but (laughs) I think it's the, like, applying actual units that makes it feel gross. Yeah, okay. Right? Okay. Yeah, okay. (laughs) No, okay. That is fair.
0: So this uh, this has been illuminating, Matthew. Thank
1: you. No, (laughs) thank you. So, So wait, like... Kimchi and gochujang and gochugaru are all very common ingredients in Korean dishes. And there's like, you know, there, there are three different ways of, of making something, giving something uh, like heat, heat and, and fermentiness and fermentiness and, uh, and a vibrant red color and are just used in like, you know like there there's like a whole swath of korean cuisine that's that's based on like is this is this dish made with kimchi like you know a kimchi stew is it made with gochujang is it made with gochugaru or is it, it going to be a combination
0: wait gochugaru or the flakes, are the right? flakes right yeah. okay so those but are not fermented obviously those are
1: those are not fermented but uh, like they're you know because they are usually pretty mild they are they are used almost like a vegetable because you can put a huge amount in without without overpowering it with spice mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
0: Well, thank you, Matthew. Um, I'm going to go home and 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 look in the mirror and decide how many GHUs I have. Okay. Uh, I'll also open my fridge and look at my gochugaru. I think. I, I mean, think anybody me, looking gochujang. in the mirror should
1: rate themselves a hundred plus. That's my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, why not?
1: hundred plus, which is extremely hot. Is that what I said? <laughs> extremely hot. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's time for a segment that we like to call Now, but Wow. Every time, like, I don't listen to our show that often, but when I do, I really appreciate the the uh, segment theme songs that Abby has come up with.
0: It's all, it's all producer Abby. And
1: so now when I say the name of the segment, I want that to play in my head. Abby, can you figure out how to make that work?
0: Okay, Matthew, what have you got for us this week? What are you into?
1: All right, it is time... For a culinary mystery, and uh, by that I mean I mean a mystery book. I'm not going to like lay out a mystery for oh, the listener to okay. solve. Okay, and this book, uh, which I think I think is doing really well because uh, t- a teenager of the show December, who doesn't typically listen read mysteries, as far as I know, was familiar with it. Uh, it's called Arsenic and Adobo by uh, Mia Manansala, and uh, it is a. Uh, Cozy culinary mystery, I would say, but uh, in the world of uh, Filipino cuisine. Okay. And the main character is Lila, who uh, moves back home after a breakup, and uh, she's working at her aunt's Filipino restaurant. And an obnoxious food blogger, who is also her former boyfriend, drops oh. dead after eating a poisoned dessert at their restaurant. And uh, so obviously, uh, you know, the uh, the cops aren't doing any, doing much. So Lila has to solve the crime, uh, clear her family's name, and reopen the restaurant. And uh, it is it is a fun mystery. I'm about to thirds of the way through and I think I know who the killer is but I'm, I'm hoping to be surprised
0: are, wait are cozy mysteries like a genre did I miss that cozy genre mysteries thing? are a
1: genre so like typically it's like like if there's a cat helping someone solve a mystery that's a cozy mystery it, would
0: Agatha Christie be a cozy mystery no I
1: think Agatha Christie is more like like cl- classic or like orthodox mysteries
0: what about like uh, the Louise Penny books uh, Armand Gamache is the, uh, the detective I
1: haven't read one
0: okay she's but, Louise Penny is a Canadian mystery writer.
1: Basically, a cozy mystery is like the the, the point is like you know you, you enjoy the characters. And you're not going to get too upset about anything that happens in the book, even though there's going to be some murders. Okay. So it's really... But they're going to be
0: cozy murders.
1: They're going to be cozy murders. Somebody
0: will get buried with their cat. They're going to be fine. Right.
1: Well, I, I was, will the cat be dead? <laughs> the cat I will hope? be dead. Okay. Yeah.
0: If a human dies, you have to kill their cat, too, so you can bury it with what? them.
1: What? <laughs> oh, no. Wow. I did Whoops. not say that. I, let, My
0: version of cozy mysteries involved maybe uh, it animal maybe euthanasia. involves murdering a
1: cat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. This is that would not be a cozy mystery. That would be upsetting. This a, a, a cozy mystery. A cat solves the murder.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Oh. So yeah. So uh, it's uh, Arsenic and Adobo by Mia Menoncela, and the uh, the sequel Homicide and Hollow Hollow will be out next year. What
0: a great title. So good. All right. So our producer is Abby Circatella.
1: Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, get in touch. Uh, contact at Spilled Milk Podcast or on the Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash Milk. Let us know what you're doing with Gochujang. I feel like there's a lot that we missed.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Uh, and, oh, wait,
0: Matthew. Yeah. Hold on. We were going to shout out um, one of our favorite Korean cookbooks.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, so if you have not done much Korean cooking at home and are kind of not sure where to start, Aaron and Claire on YouTube is a great place to start. But also um, there is a book that I really enjoy called Cook Korean by Robin Ha and it is a uh, it is a cookbook in the in comic graphic novel form oh fantastic Um, not novel but in in comic form yeah Uh, so it is uh, beautifully colorfully illustrated and has lots of great recipes and uh, is perfect uh, whether you're a beginner or not
0: fantastic so that's Cook Korean by Robin Ha
1: thank you for remembering that indeed All right. thank you for listening to Spilled Milk
0: the show that's scraping the crispy bottom of the barrel
1: (laughs) i'm matthew amster burton
0: (laughs) i'm molly weisenberg you've
1: really been killing it on the on the closing jokes thank you thank you i'm matthew and
0: i'm molly and this and this is oh my god i messed up (laughs) 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 okay try again
1: okay it's the first time (laughs) we've ever messed up the intro
0: we never do this (laughs) nope